0: Hey guys, hope everybody's doing well. Sorry for the delay. You know what it is. Life gets in the way. Had something I wanted to share with you today, and I can't say that I found this on my own. I read this on the Michael Berry Show. But I wanted to share it with you because I think we're living in a time in history today where a lot of people are really up in arms, and there are a lot of people who are offended, who are personally... uh, They personally feel like they're being attacked for what they believe, and there are other people who, for some reason, think that everybody, um, if they don't believe the same exact things or believe in the same exact way, then they're not a good human being or a good individual, and uh, I want to kind of spell that a little bit, so let me read this to you. Now, this is from a web page. it's from a Facebook page, rather, and it's the Ozark County Market. And the woman who owns that store, from what I understand, had had put this post on Facebook. Now, I'm going to read you a post here, and I hope that you stay with me. It is a lengthy post, but I think it'll explain a few things that will make sense to people as time goes on. And I'll say a few words about it afterwards. So, once again, I'm going to read this. This is a post from the Ozark County Market, and I believe this is in... um, if I'm not mistaken, I think they are out of the uh, Arkansas area, uh, Heber Springs, Arkansas. So let's get to it here. She says, perhaps I'm just a simple person. Perhaps I'm looking at this all wrong and I lack the common sense, a few of you say, to see what you see in state government. And. Uh, Uh, I'm sorry, in state government enforced mandatory mask laws that rob people of choice. I don't judge anybody for wearing them or not wearing them. I simply believe that God is a God of free will and choice. I had a real nice visit with the health department inspector who stopped by my market today. Seems after I addressed my business Facebook audience very respectfully about how I'm choosing to show people love and respect live my life, run my business, and provide for my family, that someone filed a complaint that I wasn't enforcing masks and would rather give folks a choice. Our meeting was pretty cut and dry, up till the point where she said, you wearing a mask could save a life. What if that was your grandmother? Silence. I wish you all could have been there for what happened next, because you could have heard a pin drop. I looked her dead in the eye and said, funny you should mention my grandmother. She actually died last week, and no, not of COVID. Although it ran its course through the nursing home, despite the fact that it was on lockdown and everybody wore masks, regardless of the ineffectiveness of the protocol, my grandma still spent the last four months of her life scared and alone, locked in a tiny bedroom at her nursing home with no family, no friends, and absolutely no contact other than medical care. They all they were allowed or all they allowed was one person, my dad, to be there in time to see her draw her last breaths. Hot, angry tears welled up in my eyes and seared down my cheeks as I sat there staring at her, and I said, "You see all this stuff around you? You see the pen you just handed me? It has had human contact and is covered in germs. Everything and everyone is a carrier of germs that could contain a virus. So it's impossible to stop the virus with the current mask protocols. Sure, you can stop cough and sneeze droplets, but you cannot stop a virus with a piece of cloth covered in germs shoved in and out of your pockets, purses, and bags. But what you can stop is love. You can stop joy. You can completely eradicate hope, which is what my grandma lost when she lost the will to live because she was forced to do life alone. Not once was she concerned that somebody without a mask would come into her room. She was only concerned that nobody was coming. She wanted a hug. She wanted a smile. She wanted somebody who loved her to hold her hand. So don't sit there and tell me that my wearing a mask could save my grandma's life because the protocols being enforced are what robbed her of spending what was left of it with the people she loved. So perhaps I'm just a simple-minded person who wanted to see my grandma one last time and I should just get over it. Perhaps I just need to care more about the COVID deaths than the unnecessary tragic demise and death of my last remaining grandparent. Or perhaps... I'm not, the, uh, I'm not the one that has a common sense issue after all. Perhaps it's those who think it's in the best interest of all of us to force everyone into their preference of wearing masks. Even though everybody wore masks in my grandma's nursing home and the residents still got COVID. Because the masks didn't stop it. And even though my Uncle Dale just tested positive yesterday in his nursing home because the the masks didn't stop it. As stated before, I don't have a problem with those wearing and believing in masks. I don't judge you or treat you differently just because your opinion differs from mine. I wear a mask into every business that requires it because I respect the business owner's right to make a decision on their own property. This is the last picture I have of my grandma. I was told that she passed peacefully, but I wouldn't know because I wasn't there. I was here, wearing a mask in public, trying to do my part to save other people's grandmas. So do me a favor. If you're one of the few who think our pre freedoms of choice, love, life, and liberty should be stripped away for the public good, one of the few who think that quantity of life is more important than quality of life, one of the few who believe that all of this nonsense is in everybody's best interest, then please unfriend me now and don't ever set foot on my property again. Man does not live on bread alone, but the word of God. And my God knows exactly how to sustain me without sacrificing my beliefs and character to earn a nickel from those who would give up the freedoms that my uh, grandpa fought for in World War II. As he sheltered in piles of dead bodies to stay alive, to push on to join the next unit to fight for my family's freedom, your family's freedom. And I can assure you he did not have a mess to protect him from the horrible diseases found in the human remains of his fallen brothers. It's not some meme to my family. It's our history, our heritage through the generations that my other grandpa fought for in the Korean War, that my uncle and father-in-law fought for in the Vietnam War, war that my cousin and brother-in-law fought for in Desert Storm, that my oldest son spent a year fighting for in Iraq. As sure as I live and breathe and have a voice in this life, you can take what's best for all of us right on down the road. I won't quit praying for you or treating you with the kindness that I always have, but I dang sure won't miss your business. Respectfully, Kathy Brown. God bless America, land of the home, the land of the free and home of the brave. You know, I I read this post and it has a picture of her dead grandmother. She has on a a purple a blouse of some sort and a cross around her neck. A pair of glasses on over her face with white hair. That grandmother, according to this post, this, I don't even, I can't tell you if this post is real or not. But I tell you what, that touches my heart. You read a post like this and you think about this. And let me tell you something else. I have family members that I don't call nearly often enough, but I should call more. And every time I call them, I hear, oh, it's so great to talk to you. It's so good to hear from you. You know, it's, People miss hearing from people. People miss seeing other people. I have said it before and I'll say it again. Social media is making us less and less social all the time. I have people who I considered friends, people I even go to church with, that have said things to me on Facebook that they would never say to me in person. They would never say those things to me in person. But they feel perfectly capable of ridiculing me or putting me down uh, behind my back or on, you know, through social media. And it's absurd. That's not how things should be. I'm willing to help anyone who needs help, and I'm willing to help those who need a hand up. You know, I'm willing to do that. I I look forward to helping other people. I love to be of service to other people. But what I don't like is when people personally attack me and the ones that I love, and those who believe the same way I do. You know, it seems like every day we're told, well... Those people want the same things as you, or they just want it in a different way. And I really don't know that they do. Sometimes I have to stop and wonder, do these people really want the same things that I do? I look at my country, the country in which I love, a country that is full of men and women who fought and died for this nation. It's full of women who were injured, who gave... Uh, limbs and their eyesight and their hearing, they gave up all of these things that we take for granted every day of the week. And they did that because they didn't want this to become a socialist, communist nation. They didn't want us to be told by our government how we are to carry about our lives, how we're to go about our daily lives. They wanted freedom. Now, I know a lot of people were afraid of what freedom means. Freedom is scary. Freedom is a nice thing to have, but it is scary. When you're free to succeed, when you're free to go your own way and choose your own path, you're also free to fail, and that does scare people. I know there are a lot of people who don't open up businesses because they're afraid that they might fail. But the thing is, the, the thing of the matter is, you're not supposed to be afraid of the bad things that can happen. And I'll put it this way: Let me put my watch on charge here. I'm trying to get unloaded today, and I just. Uh, I heard this post earlier, and I just wanted to bring it to you, but let me put it to you this way. For those of you who ride motorcycles or race motorcycles, four-wheelers, whatever, if you look at a lot of these younger kids who are learning how to ride and they're learning how to jump motorcycles and go on motocross and supercross tracks, you look at people like, like my childhood hero, and he's still my hero to this day, Travis Pastrana. You know, I don't know about you, but my mom... And my dad always told me, well, you can't afford to get hurt. Don't get hurt. Don't go out and do this. Don't get hurt. So every time I'd go riding, what was on my mind? Well, I'm going to get hurt. I better slow down. I better back it down. And I'm convinced a lot of these pros never heard. Slow down. Don't worry. You know, be careful. You might get hurt. I'm convinced a lot of people never heard that. But you know what? They succeed because of that. You see, children aren't afraid of what could happen. Children aren't afraid of consequences. Now I know in some aspects that's a good thing that we are afraid of what could happen. I think those of us with common sense know well enough to stay out of the middle of the road. There are people who obviously haven't learned that they shouldn't stand in the middle of intersections and interstates and highway routes. And those people sadly will learn in time that you don't do that. But for the most part, we're afraid of making a decision because we might fail. But the fact of the matter is we fail when we don't make a decision or when we don't even try, we fail anyway. I read this post and it's, it, it almost brings me to tears because I'm thinking of these people who, they don't care about the virus. They don't care about the fact that people might get sick. They miss their loved ones. They miss their family, they miss their friends, they miss being able to hug somebody, to kiss somebody, to love somebody, to tell them how much they mean to them. And we're taking that away because of this whole situation. And the whole thing on quality of life doesn't matter nearly as much as quantity of life is a horrible way of looking at it. What good is it if you're 95 years old But you're alone and you can't be with the ones you love. What good is it to live a long life if you are separated from the ones that you love and who care about you? You know, it's just... It's a sad situation in today's times when we're allowing people through medicine to live longer but not to live happier. And we're taking away that happiness every time we do things like this. Now this isn't me trying to say that you should go out when you, are when you are knowingly sick to go out and try and get people sick. That's not what I'm talking about at all. But you do not quarantine healthy people. And for the most part, from what I've read, from what I've seen, from what I understand, those who are not showing symptoms, those who do not have a fever, for the most part, do not pass the virus on children for the most part are not a good carrier of this virus there is a reason why people want kids to go back to school it's because statistically statistically not a hundred percent but statistically they are immune from this virus for the most part and not only are they statistically immune from it they are not a very good carrier of it which means not only are they unlikely to get sick but they're unlikely to give that sickness to somebody else. You know, this isn't to put down teachers, this isn't to put down anybody. This is just to say, we need to start using some common sense. Let's quit letting fear dictate how we live our lives. Life is too short as it is to do such a thing. And really, I've said it before, if death is the worst possible thing that can happen to you, then that makes me wonder, If you're really afraid of dying, are you living your life right? You know, I I know this is something Christians say all the time, but it should be true. If we are truly Christians, and if we truly believe what we say we believe, and I'll admit that I am not the perfect Christian. I sin, and I fall short of the glory of God constantly. And I wish that wasn't the case, but that's kind of how it goes. But if I'm living my life as a Christian, and I fully believe that I am saved, as I do... That I'm going to a much better place than this world can ever be. This world will never be a utopia. And all of the atheistic and all of the secularistic viewpoints and ideals that are trying to be pushed upon this nation are only going to make this place a worse place to live, not a better place to live. And I'm afraid that's what we're doing. We are allowing a very, very small fringe of the American public To move this country in the wrong direction. And as God is being taken out of the schools. As God is being taken out of the public square. As he is being taken out of the courthouse. We realize that we have more people in jail now than we ever have. We have more people breaking the law now than we ever have. Perhaps we're going the wrong way. That's what I'd like to leave with you guys. Thanks for stopping by. I'm going to jump off here and get ready to go. Hopefully I'm... going to be unloaded shortly and loaded back for my return trip. You guys take care. Let me know what you think. Drop me a line on Facebook or send me a text. Sure would appreciate it. You guys have a good one and take care out there. See ya.